wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the phone while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down What up, DGC? Hanging out. Be patient. Scotty Real. We're hey. going to talk a little uh, little bit of everything, man. If you guys don't know Be Patient, you guys, Optic Foliar, um, you've been repping, but you guys have been around. Dinesh, hanging out with the crew for a long time. I think since the, was it the first the first cup, we always say, right, Scotty, where Dinesh yeah. came on down? Yeah, well, hang on. Be Patient is DGC, and he's DGC that actually was, yes, sir. was, was, was smart enough to where he got the attention of, of Dinesh over at Optic Foliar and got himself a job, man. He's now up in the Pacific Northwest uh, repping Optic Foliar, teaching people uh, how to get a little bit more out of their out of their gardens, I would say, man. I always Hey, man, foliar is one of those things that uh, it's so easy to just leave it off and be lazy. But if you go there and just spray once a week, you know, once twice a week, and uh, man, you really do get results out of it, man. I'm I'm very often told that I have one of the hardest jobs in the industry just because I'm trying to convince people to add something to their programs that they may not necessarily have ever even thought about or considered useful. Uh, and then, you know, bringing something to the table as unique as optic foliar and being able to do all of this with lights on or in full sun and put nutrition right where it needs to go within an hour. People look at me like I'm just, you know, like another snake oil salesman. And it's I, like, no, guys. Yeah, it's, I just uh, don't understand it. I mean, you, you we spray stuff on it. You always see people when it's really hot out, man, the, the, the little spray bottles, people spritzing themselves with, with, with water. I mean, mm -hmm. it does make sense, you know, so. Hey, evaporative cooling is a real thing. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I, I think that there's something there. And I think when you're trying to, what, what are we trying to do? We're trying to get every last little bit out of these plants, you know, we're trying to get drive them so hard. And to just, uh, uh, to, to to treat the leaves i mean it just makes good sense to me man and that's that's why i'm doing what i'm doing now you know i was an optic foliar user since uh what the first, probably one of the first times it was mentioned on the show over three and a half four years ago at this point and to the point of going to the niche and saying okay i uh i need to do something with you because this is just this is too much good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I like it with microbes. I run around telling people about microbes, and I don't tell them how great recharge is. I tell them how amazing microbes are and the opportunity to have to feed your plants with, with microbes. Uh, it's the same thing when, you know, to tell people, wow, man, you know, foliar is an opportunity to get more nutrient into your plant through the leaves. Your leaves breathe. Okay, cool. That makes well, sense. Thanks. You're, I think you said, go ahead, Brian. And not only that, you know, it's a matter of, of keeping, you know, uh, getting your pest mold and mildew management under control right. and keeping those inputs to a minimum. You know, when we're doing pesticide applications, a lot of those pesticides, you know, have compounds in them that won't fully metabolize. Whether or whether or not they're approved for use on specific crops is, you know, you want to make sure that everything that you're putting into your plant is going to metabolize out so that you get a nice flushed white ash end product using transport with all of those those pesticide products allow you to reduce those inputs so much so that you're going to get better efficacy but also get all of them to metabolize at the same time so you're getting that that systemic or uh, actually what we call translaminar uh, pest mold and mildew prevention <laughs> putting it directly into the point of metabolization so that it renders that leaf material either inedible indigestible or just so unappealing to leaf munchers that they're just going to 
screw off and go somewhere else. Yeah, what I'm Leaf thinking munchers about, don't like that translaminer. <laughs> what, 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 what I'm thinking about is you can either have a thick coating. If you, you know, take, you can take a gallon of paint. You can take a gallon. You know, if you have to paint a roof, you can either take a gallon of paint and just pour it right out uh, out of the bucket onto the uh, onto the roof, and you'll get coverage. It's going to be thick, and you're going to use a lot of paint. Or you can roll it on with a roller. Or they actually use sprayers where they spray it mm -hmm. and they get the maximum coverage out of it and use the least amount of paint to get the maximum amount of coverage. That's what we're looking for. You know, we're looking to right. get, you know, translaminar. I mean, what, what I'm looking at, I'm feel, I get this laminate table. No, it's not real wood, dude. But uh, they took this <laughs> tiny little coating and spread it all across, you know. And Damn got, it, why'd you ruin that for me? You're talking our studio table isn't real wood at all. <laughs> totally bummed out now looking at it. I think it's a anyway, sticker. But it looks real. <laughs> I wanted to say, step back, Brian, you'd said, uh, one thing, um, repping and working with Optic Foil, you're, you're saying that it can be kind of a, a, a challenge because you're trying to add something to somebody's regimen and they probably already think they got everything they need. But I consider it a real unique, the thing that grabbed my attention first off when I worked retail back in the day before we ever did the show with Optic Foil was that a company was dedicating its line to it. Mm -hmm. Whereas some other companies would have, okay, this is a foliar part of our line, or you can use our kelp, which I'm all for as a foliar. But to have that dedicated on IPM and then products um, like Switch, or I think it might be called now Shift, we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, very interesting that um, it was all dedicated to that. And that's what got me my attention to look into it more. No, and the way yeah. I like to think about it, if you have like think of it, the roots are what most people think is where nutrient uptake happens. Mm -hmm. And they, most people think that's the only place it happens. If I told you you could double your nutrient uptaking surface area of your plant just by foliary foliar spraying it with a a good uh, surfactant like uh, transport to get it in there, translaminar. Yeah, like we, who's who's going to say no to that if you can uh, boost that plant's metabolism even more and help cover up uh, little nutrient deficiencies you could be having in the soil that are mobile enough to be sprayed on foliarly. I was Case in point. Um, so, so this is what I like to tell people about transport, something I've learned to, to try and explain the best way is. Uh, transport is the, the, be the best sense of the word. It's called a, a dilator, right? So if you look at a, look at the leaf under under a microscope, you know the the waxy membrane on the top of the leaf has pores like our skin, right? Sure. What transport does is temporarily dilate those pores. Dilation. And dilation, exactly, and and for, allows it to to get into the palisade mesophyll layer directly into the point of metabolization, and doing so in a non caustic fashion. You know, you can you can spray the tops of the leaves with like a silica or uh, something a little bit more caustic like a calcium. But what you end up doing is stripping the waxy membrane off. And that not only causes some stress reaction, but it also creates a really perfect environment for phytotoxicity. Transport doesn't allow that to happen because we're only we're dilating those pores in a short amount of time and we're not waiting for evaporation. We're waiting for absorption. So, yeah, that's where the lack of phy phytotoxicity comes in is because before there's a chance for any photons to do any damage, it's already in the plant. Fuck yeah. Mm. Photon. I mean, yeah, I was you just soaking, photon, that soak in my layer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very interesting though. And it, it does make sense. And uh, hey, let me ask you, I just want to kind of take it back to a little bit of more of a DGC level, man. So you came where from Arizona is where you came up from. Uh, 
Yeah, so I'm originally from Arizona. I moved up to Oregon uh, sight unseen about five years ago. Okay. After, uh, you know, I was a Prop 203 patient from, I was one of the first, I think, 10,000 cards issued in Arizona. Very cool. Uh, you know, I did commercial operations on a smaller scale down there for many years. Right. But once once they took away the individual patient's right to cultivate, and then, and then along with that, the caretaker program, um, I, it didn't seem feasible for me to stay in the Valley anymore. So I came up to Oregon to be really, really to be closer to the, what I consider to be the epicenter of, of high quality cannabis. Sure. Uh, you know, this is the land of, of, you know, blue city diesel and Obama cushion. You know, a lot of the guys from Northern California came up here, you know, in the mid nineties to kind of escape some of the, the heightened persecution in NorCal. Sure. And so around here, there's just a lot of, there's just a lot of traditional, and a lot of experimentation uh, really kind of melding together. So this is, this is, uh, in my opinion, the happy place for cannabis because there's just so much here, so much variety, and everyone here is, uh, is really trying to push the boundaries of what we can do with this plant. It's okay. Yeah. And so are they figuring out, are they bypassing the grow stores? Are they still using the grow stores as their central hub? I mean, do things are changing in Colorado. The, the landscape it's, really it's is changing changed. everywhere, man. Um, you know, I cover the entire West coast okay. and, you know, um, grow, from walking into a grow store, even working at a grow store six years ago to, to walking into one now, sure. it's a very, very different feel. A lot of people have, you know, a lot of the larger operations have started to, uh, to work going direct with certain companies, right? That's their prerogative. You know, I mean, uh, good, you know, doing business is a means trying to do good business in one way, shape or form. Sure. Uh, but that being said, you know, uh, the retail outlets, some of them are doing better than others. Some are, are trying to stay ahead of the curve and, and, and swing with the changes and, and do what they can for their customers. And, and others are, are doing different things. Uh, that being said, I will tell everybody that no matter what, at the end of the day, if you, if you have questions, go down to your local growth store, go and talk to the guys behind the counter sure. and, and, and go, go to more than one, go to different ones. And, and I know that's harder for some people in certain States to do than others, but you really got to talk to everyone and, and, and kind of take bits and pieces from everybody because, you know, nobody, no, there's no person in this game that has all of the right answers. None of us do. And there's different you know, styles and to, to fit different personalities as well. I mean, exactly. there's, there's somebody that can handle, you know, Costa Mesa Steve can do hydro. He was, he was clean enough to do hydro. For me, I, want, yeah. I need as many microbes as possible. I, I want more bacteria to make mo more dirt, please. <laughs> you know? And, see, and, I, and I'm on the road so much that I need, I want microbes as heavy as possible because I want that buffer because I'm still in drain to waste coca. Beautiful. Keep it simple. Exactly. Keep it simple. Exactly. You, get you know, I still get 550 parts per million in my root system. They get overgrow twice a week until, you know, week four, week five of bloom. And that's my system. Right. Right. And I'll bet you get Don't the harvest every time. Broken. Cool. Yeah. I was just sitting here zoning. I actually got some King Tut from some King Tut heavy sativa from a dispensary out here. And I think it's, you know, it's like the strange, but anyway, cool. No, I'm enjoying the conversation. Is that because it puts you to sleep for like 5,000 years? <laughs> I love it. Eight. What's up with the Endo Expo? Um, uh, before we wrap it up here, the uh, there's one coming up in Portland. And are you guys going to be there? What's the scene like with it? We've enjoyed the Indo Expos that have happened out here in Colorado and Denver. They've been a good time for sure. And uh, But yeah, it, what, what's happening with this one out in Portland uh, coming up in a few days? Uh, we're we're going to be doing it a little bit different this 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 particular event. Uh, it is next weekend here in Portland at the Indo at the uh, the Portland Expo Center. 
and you know, where we normally, we have a booth and, you know, we're there for both days. I will be there myself, just kind of uh, walking around and saying, Hey to everybody. Uh, so if you're going to be there, please stop and see me say, hello, we'll chit chat for a bit. I'll smoke you out. Um, you know, but we're kind of, uh, we're gearing to maybe to make a bit of a bigger splash, uh, next year in Denver, you know, we're going to come back to the Denver show and, and do it a little bit bigger than we did last year. You know, we have some new products that have come out recently. You know, we do have, uh, we have shift registered in, in Washington and Oregon now, which is our, our, our switch, uh, our switch component or switch replacement for Yeah, help me states. understand that. Give me like the 30 second elevator. Uh, what the hell happened, man? <laughs> so they just busted your balls. It's incredible. The labeling, uh, for this, this stuff is they'll, they'll bust your chops big time. They really will, man. So that's why my recharge label says very little on it. Um, you try to say as little as you possibly can on the label and let the product speak for itself. But, but what happened? You know, so, uh, you know, uh, the Oregon Department of Agriculture, since uh, since, you know, uh, since we've had legalization here, you know, they've taken it upon themselves to uh, to do their due diligence with more or less every agricultural product available on the market uh, God, as far as getting it fully guy, tested right. and vetting. Uh, you know, so there, it, uh, props to ODA for trying to keep us all safe. Sure. Um, you know, we've uh, switch was stop sales for. Uh, hey, for, do they have a uh, gun to your head right now? I'm just curious. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, switch was switch was stop sailed and so and and actually prior to that we had already been working on on the shift shift is the same mode of action as switch right. it's that you know, uh, but instead of it being an rtu now it's a concentrate so instead of buying a liter adding 10 mils of transport to it and go it's now you've got a concentrate that you'll add 10 mils of, of shift 10 mils of transport to a liter and boom there you go so now one bottle can last you uh, in excess of five plus years, if you're a single light grower. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, uh, we're, it's, it's more about, uh, you know, bringing, bringing the cost, uh, the cost effectiveness to the customer a little bit more, uh, you know, especially for larger operations, you know, I'm not going to ask a large operation to go buy 200 gallons of an RTU. No concentrations. They're good. They're good. Exactly. So, um, and that is currently available EPA registered for Oregon and Washington. Um, you know, everyone else is still able to use switch. So please do. Uh, right. And I'll say this to anybody using switch or shift day one, day 10 uh, in your bloom program, using as a preventative or as a proactive measure instead of as a reactive measure will not only keep things on the female side of the chromosome, but will also induce flower uh, harder and faster, shorten your stretch and shorten your it'll notice spacing. So there's benefit, absolute benefit to doing the, the two applications every bloom cycle. Deal. I was about to ask you, I'm, why are you telling me to please use switch? I'm like, I'm, I used to be, why? I, that, that might be a bad thing if I have to use it. But anyway, I got you. Reducing stretch in plants that you don't have space to grow, that you know their pattern. Uh, um, that's all. I mean, people used to use some pretty nasty shit to try and do that. So, right. And, and I will, every, uh, everything with an optic foliar label on it is made in a 100% carcinogen free facility. There's uh, nothing in those bottles that will that cannot be fully metabolized by any plant system. You know, optic foliar is not just strictly for cannabis. It is good for anything with a root system. My tomatoes and jalapenos and lettuce have been getting overgrow for the entire season. And let me tell you, the only thing I've got around in my garden outside is a bunch of bees. And I'm happy about it. Oh, yeah. 
Props to the bees for sure. We forget about those guys sometimes. And, and that's the other thing as well is uh, I do get that question quite a bit is uh, overgrow will not in any way, shape or form do any detriment to your bee population or damage to the pollen because that's not how it works. So you can do your application and the worst thing that's going to happen is you might piss them off for getting them wet, but they're going to come right back and get that pollen. Nice. Hell yeah. Uh, I need to get hooked up up here, man. I was at the uh, hardware store just the other day looking for some, you know, different things. I'm used to all the selection in the world and they had like scott's products basically and then they had like a some peat mix with seed and just nitro i don't know i'll go on a rant about my availability but i gotta educate myself and get my hands on some of those products you're speaking of and uh <clears throat> excuse me that being said about ready to put it in the bag man thanks for hanging out you got a shout out to anybody or uh, you, where we get you guys next so you'll be walking into expo next um, yep. anything in the works after that just out wrap it I'll be, yeah, I'll be walking into Expo next weekend. Again, please come see me. Nice. Uh, of course, you know, we do have the DGC throwdown coming in November. Oh, yeah. uh, we're really looking forward to that. You know, I, uh, both the Nish and I, and I will be there with bells on. That's something that, you know, JR and I put this together a couple of years ago and it, we, it's, it's what we look forward to every year. Now Definitely. I do have to say thank you so much to JR token because without him and Uncle Jim, I would not be where I am today. And a uh, big shout out to Kilo what and LNF garden and fish garden guy. Cause, uh, you know, those solid. are uh, those are my boys right there. Solid. Wow. Absolutely, man. You got some solid folks in there. That's a good crew. Indeed. And, it, and and thanks so much to you guys as well. You know, it's uh, it's it's it, you guys have just made this community so much fun. And, uh, you know, I've got friends across the country and Dinesh meets DGC around the world. Uh, so I was just being all stoned. <laughs> <laughs> No, I appreciate it, man. That is awesome. And definitely stoked you guys have been working on that Portland throwdown um, because it's like a little mini DGC cup thing hanging Absolutely out. Absolutely. So. I'm going I'm, I'm to be there. I'm going to definitely be there. Uh, oh, we'll be looking forward to it. Uh, both the JR and I have had, are having an unofficial cookie crumble grow off. So, <laughs> deal. All right. I'm the unofficial judge then. <laughs> I love it. All right, Brian, cool. take it easy. Keep keep rocking, man. I feel like guys like Absolutely. you are, are really pushing. And uh, I was talking to somebody recently and they kind of looked at me and they were just like, why do you take yourself so serious trying to change everybody's mind on things, man? Just be happy with what you have. And I kind of looked down and I was like, I, I don't know. There's something that drives me. You know, I see the, you know, the pollution in the world and, and uh, things that I could help with, man. Maybe if we just got uh, became all became better growers and respected the plant a little bit you know so uh, I, I appreciate I, I what you're doing brother thank you very much yeah i like to i like to think that i'm i'm trying to bring a little bit of the of the japanese mindset to uh, to growing in, in in the sense of being efficient and uh and not wasting you know there's there's only so much we have as far as as uh available elements to to continue to do this work and i feel like we're getting to a point of critical mass where we need to really start considering what we're doing with our inputs and using yes. them as effectively and as smartly as possible. And understanding. And, and, I, and it's the same thing when I was listening to a dermatologist talk about how there's women that put retin-A all over their faces and strip the epidermis off, you know what I mean? And they leave themselves prone to infections. <laughs> Just what you were talking about uh, uh, about the, the, the leaf and, and stripping the, uh, the top layer off the leaf and leaving mm -hmm. it exposed and, 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 you know, so powdery mildew can pop on there or pathogens can pop on there. It's kind of the same thing, you know, there's all these people taking shortcuts because it's <laughs> I like this is a pretty good analogy you got with the epidermal layer being yeah, stripped off and the leaf. I'm digging it. <laughs> I've been listening to this pharmacology book. It's been tripping me out just the, uh, the, the, the skin and plants and skin and, and soil, all the similarities. It's very interesting stuff. Indeed. Don't get me started, B. 
<laughs> Please. Good hanging Please. out, brother. I'll see you. All right, I'll, see you a, I'll see you in a Thank little you bit. Thank you so much. Up on your turn. Yeah, yeah. We'll, see you, we'll see you in a few weeks. Excellent. All right. Take her easy. Take it easy. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good boss on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bomb. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads and natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good vibes on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it out of Smoking weed, I ain't got no 